It's 4 o'clock and time for the Calvary Live Show, taking your calls and questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. Hope you're having a wonderful Friday afternoon. We are live in studio today. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, or you can send me a text at 720-336-0897. Also would like to welcome our East Coast listeners on Hope FM out there in Maryland, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. Thank you for joining us. Feel free to give us a call with your questions, 303-690-3000, or send a text, 720-336-0897. The purpose of this show is to be able to get into God's Word together. Maybe you've got a question about a certain section of Scripture. Feel free to call in, or maybe you've got a question about something that is going on in your life. Love being able to talk about real things and go to God's Word and go to prayer uh, together as well. I want to begin today's show out of Proverbs 26. I've been meditating on this proverb this week. It's a very practical proverb. It says, Do not answer a fool according to his folly, lest you also be like him. Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. So it almost seems contradictory, but there's two different points that Solomon is making, which I believe is very insightful. First, he's saying, don't answer a fool according to his folly. Many times, if someone is approaching us with foolishness, the temptation is for us to act in a foolish manner as well. And so we don't want to take the bait, or we don't want to stoop to that to that level. So maybe you're dealing with somebody in your life that comes to you in anger, they come to you in foolishness, they're venting your words, You don't want to respond with a lack of self-control, but you do need to respond. And that's the point of verse 5, is he's saying you do need to answer a a fool when he's in his folly so that he doesn't become wise in his own eyes. I think a great uh, example of this uh, is in the life of Jesus. Many times uh, people came against him in a foolish way, and he always responded in wisdom. Sometimes it was in silence. Sometimes it was with another question but he didn't stoop to that level of foolishness. So I hope that proverb uh, encourages you. Always practical wisdom for our daily lives. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric at Rocky Mountain Calvary. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, or you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line one to Gideon. Gideon, welcome to the program. Hey, Pastor Gideon, God bless you. God bless you. Yes. Uh, the reason I'm calling today, I was just calling so that we can pray for President Trump. Okay. That God will give him the grace for him to show love for all people throughout the world. Yeah, let's, let's do that. God instructs us to pray for our leaders, so let's pray together. Okay. Father, we do uh, lift... Go, go ahead. We lift up uh, President Trump to you, God, and Lord, we pray that uh, he would have your heart, uh, that he would have your heart for all people. We know it's a very difficult position, and so would you give him wisdom? Lord, with those that are around him that are in his council and Vice President, Vice President Pence, God, would you, would you give all of them wisdom? Would they be seeking after you? 
Um, so it's our, our pleasure to lift them up to you, God, and, and pray that you uh, would work in their lives. And thank you for Gideon and his heart for our leaders and for our president. Pray you would encourage him in his walk today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. May God continue to bless you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric. The number is 303-690-3000. If you have questions about the Word or things that are going on in your life or prayer requests, love being able to talk about real things. We do have all of our lines open, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. Also, if you send me a text, it comes right to me, and I'll uh, respond to your texts as well. The number is 720-336-0897. If you're driving home uh, from work or you're still at work or home for the the evening, if you've got a question on your heart uh, or your mind, go ahead and pick up the phone, 303-690-3000. We do have the lines open. would like to invite you to our weekend services at Rocky Mountain Calvary, Saturday night at 6, Sunday at 9, and 11 will be in God's Word together, have a time of worship. So we would love to have you come and visit and be with us here in Colorado Springs at, at Rocky Mountain Calvary. Again, the number here is 303-690-3000. Let's go to line one to Michael. Michael, welcome to the program. Hello, Pastor. How are you doing, sir? Good. How are you? I'm having a rough time right now, Pastor. Okay. Um, I need some prayer, but I need to explain what I need prayer for, okay? Okay. Um, I've recently been coming back to the Lord with His help and through the guidance of one of my pastors at my church and and such, and because of my own foolishness, or stupidity, however you want to word it, I made some terrible decisions. But and I, I, I need prayer for that for okay. God to have His out His to have, for God to have His outcome. But I'm also dealing with some some realities in my um, everyday circumstances. Okay, I need okay. God's intervention. I need some help from God you bet. because. Yeah. Well, I'll explain to you. I'm homeless, and I live in my car. I'm in Denver. Okay. I live in my car. I'm homeless. Okay. Yeah. I'm having some mechanical issues with my car that I cannot afford to take care of, and uh, I need my car because, like I said, it's my home, and it's also my way to work. I do traffic control. I work as a flagger. So I go okay. wherever I go to work, I drive. Yeah. Yeah. And just things are piling up around me, and, and and I'm really wanting to walk in faith and, and, and trusting God for him to do whatever he so desires to do with the situation. Because he's blessed me with this car. He, yeah. He's provided for my, for, my, for my needs with this car. So, I mean, I'm just— Michael, let's, let's pray for you, okay? Yeah, God— is a is a is a help in the, in the time of need, and so let's go to God's throne together. And I'd love to lift you up in prayer. Let's pray together, okay? Thank you, sir. Father, thank you for Michael. Thank you that you love him. Thank you that you're the God of restorations, and not only the second chance, but multiple multiple chances. God, that 
your grace is even greater than our, our sin. And as he is, Lord, come back to you, I just pray you would be merciful to him and gracious to him. Continue to bless him with fellowship with you and the body of Christ. We, we lift up this practical need of his car being fixed, Lord, and I, I pray that you would uh, provide that, Lord, and, and all of his needs, Lord, that you would be gracious to provide for him. So would you comfort him with your love? In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor, can I pray for you real quick? Sure, yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Father, I lift up I lift up Pastor and I thank you, God, for his for his dedication to you, his servitude to you, Father God, as a bond servant of Jesus Christ. I thank you he has a love a, a loving heart and he has your wisdom, Father God. So Father, I pray for his blessings, for his, the blessings of his family and his church, and I pray God that no matter what that your will be done in all our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray this. Amen. Thank you, Thank Michael. You, I appreciate it. God bless you. Thanks for calling. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. We would like to welcome all of our listeners on the East Coast on Hope FM. Please feel free to call us as well at 303 690 3000 if you're listening out on the East Coast, or send us a text at 720-336-0897. We're blessed that you guys are along for the ride with us. Let's go back to our phone lines, to line two, to David. David, welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing, Pastor? How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm all right. I just wanted to pray uh, because um, uh, I, have, I don't know if you've heard of it. Uh, it's called Target Individuals. I'm getting targeted by the military. There's all kinds of people following me everywhere, all day, all night. I've read God Armor's prayers, and I've just now, I, let's say I've been lost for 23 years of my life. You feel me? I think God just gave, made a call in a couple months ago and got me back on the right track. I just want okay. you to pray for me and uh, make sure I don't uh, let these people get to me and uh, make sure I just got the God armor on me and staying away from all these demons out here in this world, please. Okay, yeah, you bet. Thank Father, you. we thank you for David, and we thank you for your love for him, God. And we do thank you for your protection and your power in our, in our lives and the armor of God that you provide for us, the helmet of salvation and the breastplate of truth and the shield of faith. And So we do uh, pray for your armor over David's life and Thank you, Christ, that you have died for him and risen from the dead. Pray you give him wisdom and you give him protection and that you give him peace and and continue to give him greater knowledge of you. We thank you for him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, man. You you bet. God bless you, David. You hang in there. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000, or you can send me a text question at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line one to Sharon. Sharon, welcome to the program. Thank you. Um, I have a question. I have uh, a couple of people that I know, several people actually, that are Jehovah Witnesses. And over the years, I've we've never really had an opportunity to sit down and just talk. I mean, I know their belief system, they know about mine. But I just, you know, I really feel like the Lord is leading me to prepare myself uh, for a talk. And in just listening to uh, different programs on on Calvary, uh, the Calvary Channel, about 
how to witness to a Jehovah Witness. And one of the things they say is to start with Jesus. But where uh-huh. do you start with Jesus? I, you know, I yeah. just like there's so much. So if right. you could just give me some guidance, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Um, you know, I think it's always good to ask questions in these uh, situations. And, you know, to start with by asking them, who do you believe Jesus is? You know, uh, and see if they will begin to share. Um, most Jehovah's Witnesses, a- according to their teachings, don't believe that Jesus is God. They believe Jesus is Michael the Archangel. Um, and so if your friends are in that place, that, that would be a good place to start. Um, do, who do you believe Jesus to be? Do, do you believe that he uh, is, is God? Um, in John 1.1, 1, 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And we know the Word speaks of, of Jesus, because in verse 14 it says, The Word became flesh and, and dwelt among us. And so that's where they, they begin to really get off, is that they don't believe that Jesus is God. And so a question uh, to them about who do you believe Jesus is, is, is a good place to start. Okay. The other thing is, I know that their Bible is different than our Bible. It's been rewritten. And Uh what I was told is that in their Bible, uh, they have Jesus as the good teacher. So if they've changed the scriptures, have they changed them all, or is it just the ones that are specific about Jesus being our Savior? You know, that's the real tricky part with deception, is that they've They've left enough truth in their scriptures to where it's easy to not spot the lies. So they, they haven't changed all the scriptures, but, but they have changed some, and they've changed them enough to come away with completely false uh, teachings. Mm-hmm. And most of their changes are about the person and the work of, of Jesus Christ. Another thing to talk with them about is, you know, how, how do they believe that they're saved? Do they know that they have eternal life? Because a Jehovah's Witness will believe in a works-based salvation instead of being saved by grace um, in accordance with Ephesians uh, 2, 8, and 9. But uh, also, I think on a practical level, um, it's really wise to share with them the relationship you have with Jesus, you know, the, uh, the intimacy that you have with Jesus uh, and the fellowship with you with Christ and what Christ has done in your life. And though initially they would say, well, I, I believe that too, or I agree with that too, um, uh, if they haven't been born again and they haven't come to understand that Jesus is God, uh, they haven't experienced the living water. And sometimes the best way to share the living water is give them a taste of it by, by giving that testimony of what Christ is doing and has done in your life. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I'm I've written down these uh, verses, and I will go back to my Bible, and I will really study because I, I really do feel I, I I think okay, Lord, I know we have to be prepared for whatever circumstances comes into our lives, and yeah. I just really feel like one of these days it's going to be it's going to present itself, and I need to yeah. be ready. So thank you so much. I appreciate well, Sharon, it. Sharon, I'd like bless to. You. Pre- can I pray with you and pray for oh, you in this? Absolutely, and, please. And, and then I'd like to give you one more resource. There's a, a website called gotquestions.org, uh, gotquestions.org. 
And it, if you type in Jehovah's Witness, there's a lot of really good biblical articles that will also give you a lot of great resources. Oh, wonderful. I will definitely do that. And yes, okay, please me... pray for me. Okay, thanks. God, thanks for sharing. Thanks for her heart, for her friends that don't know you. And Lord, we just ask that they, her friends would, would have a desire to know you. And Jesus, that you would reveal yourself to them. I pray that you would give Sharon wisdom and give her the right opportunity to be able to share your love with them. So, so we just lift this up to you, and we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, and God bless you, and you have a rest of a wonderful rest of your day. You too. God bless you too, Sharon. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. It's a real privilege to be with you, to take your phone calls, to answer your texts. The text number is 720-336-0897. Also, you can give me a call at 303-690-3000. I'm going to go ahead and take a text question that has come in. It says, Hi, Pastor. My husband doesn't believe in Jesus yet. Could you explain how 1 Peter 3, 1 and 2 and 1 Corinthians 7, 13 apply to my, my marriage? I'm very concerned about my husband's soul. Can you lift up my husband in our marriage in prayer? Thank you. I'd love to pray for you and also try to answer these questions about these two sections of uh, Scripture. So 1 Peter 3, 1 and 2. Let me get there in my, my Bible. 1 Peter chapter 3, 1 and 2. It says, Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, that they will without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives, when they observed your chaste and, and conduct accompanied by fear. So the heart of this, and it's perfect for your situation, is to respect your husband, to submit to his leadership, and to live out a love for, for Jesus Christ. Because in doing so, that's going to impact uh, your husband's heart and life. You, you are salt and light to him. You are a witness of Jesus Christ uh, to him. And then 1 Corinthians uh, 7.13. 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 7, verse 13. says, A woman who has a husband who does not believe, if he is willing to live with her, let her not divorce him. So th- this is saying if your spouse is an unbeliever, and they're willing to stay married to you, then then don't divorce them. You know, there'd be some that would say, well, my spouse is an unbeliever, so I'm going to divorce them. And, and what God is saying is, no, stay in the marriage, stay committed to them, because you are the witness of uh, Jesus Christ. So thank you for your faithfulness to your spouse, and I would love uh, to pray, pray with you and pray for you in this. Father, I thank you for this uh, person that sent in this text, God, and as they're praying for their husband's salvation, Lord, we come alongside of them and just partner with them in prayer. We pray for her husband that you would open up his eyes and his ears to your goodness, that he would come to know Christ as her Savior, that you would be gracious to them as a couple, Lord, that you would give her strength uh, to be that witness unto her husband that can only come through the power of your Holy Spirit. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go back to our phone lines, uh, to line one, to Alex. Alex, welcome to the program. Uh, hello. Uh, thank you for having me. 
You bet. So, uh, I'll just say, really difficulty that I have is I know that we're saved from, uh, by faith through the grace of Christ, but I have a lot of difficulty, in a sense, accepting it. And although I have kind of flip-flops between being completely in faith and then having difficulties believing I need to do some kind of work or whatever that I'm not saved, and I was wondering if you could uh, help me some way, I guess, if uh, by the yeah. fact that I had struggled with the difficulties there, you know, yeah. is it, yeah, gone. I think it's a good question, Alex, and, and for me, where I would point you uh, to is, is the cross. And when Christ died, he lifted up his voice and he said, it is finished. And it, it's speaking of the work for our salvation. It, it was paid in full. Um, and we're either saved by grace or, or we're not. It, it has to uh, be one or the other. And God's a, a debtor to no, one, no man. And so the beauty of the gospel is that we don't save ourselves, but that Jesus his death and his resurrection, he, he paid the price uh, in full. He paid the debt that I could never pay, and we receive that through faith. And where works fit in is we're not uh, saved by, by works, but works are an evidence that Christ has come into our life. If, if you throw a rock into a pond, that rock's going to have impact or effect, and, and, and the works are evidence of the fact that Christ is in our lives, not that we'll ever be perfect or uh, that we're earning or dur- deserving our salvation, but it's a, an effect of the salvation and the grace that, that we've received. Um, and grace is difficult to receive. You know, it's, it's much harder to receive a gift that we did nothing to earn or deserve than to be able to work for, for something. So I don't know if that's helpful at all. Mm, thank you. I understand that. How do you say um if we do go by works, of course, no man is justified by the law. The law never saved anyone. And uh, yeah. it's just it's such a struggle for me for some reason just to uh, relax and calm down in a way. That's the main issue yeah. that I deal with. So if, I guess if we could pray over that as well. Yeah, you bet. You, know, you think of a relationship uh, with a parent and a child, you know, and, and as a parent, I just long for my, my kids to— to be comfortable and to be able to come and sit in my lap and, and enjoy relationship. And that, that relationship is because they're my children, not because they do something to earn or, or deserve it. And much more so with our Heavenly Father, um, you know, because of Christ, He welcomes us into relationship with Him. Mm, yeah. Let me, pray, let, me, let me pray for you, Alex, okay? Okay, thank you. Father, I thank you for Alex. I thank you that he's made in your image. God, I just pray for the work of the Holy Spirit in his life, that he would know the height and the depth and the width of your love, that he'd be strengthened in his inner man, that he could live in the grace of God, that he could be confident in that finished work of Christ upon the cross and fully rest knowing that that's where his salvation lies. I pray for the questions that he has, the the doubt that he feels, that you would minister to him, in the midst of that, Lord, and that he would, wouldn't would focus on his inadequacies, but able to be able to focus on your love and how much you love him and that you died for his sins and rose again. So pray you'd bless him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. God bless you, Alex. Thanks for calling.
You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. It's a joy to be with you this afternoon. You can call in at 303-690-3000 or send a text at 720-336-0897. If you're listening on the East Coast, you can call in as well. We'd love to have you. love to have you participate on today's show. Let's go to line two to Chris. Chris, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. How you doing? I'm doing good. So just like your uh, uh, caller prior, she works with with the Jehovah's Witness, and that's my situation. In fact, we were, I was kind of sharing with them today a little bit about my beliefs, and one of their one of their core backbone back um, backbone scriptures is, I believe, in uh, Matthew. It's um, the meek shall inherit the earth. And he was, you know, he repeated that a couple times, and I didn't have a response for that. So I'm hoping you can educate me with that. Okay, so they were, they were, what were they asking you again? They well, were he asking was, you. He was. Go ahead. He was saying that because I was asking him about heaven and about I was telling him about relationship as opposed as opposed to religion. And he was saying that the meek shall inherit the earth, and he was saying that he was going to live on earth forever, and that there was that we're not going to go to heaven. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can speak to that a little bit. That comes out of uh, Matthew chapter five, where Jesus says, "Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth," and that speaks of when we rule and reign with Christ during the millennial period that thousand-year reign that's described in the book of Revelations, but that isn't describing all of eternity. Uh, and so this promise of inheriting the earth and ruling and reigning with Christ doesn't cancel out eternal life. In, in John 3.16, the text that we know says that for whosoever believes has eternal life. Uh, and so we know that we're going to live forever with the Lord uh, in, in heaven. So the Bible doesn't ever teach that we're going to live forever here on earth. So, so I, you know, what that verse is talking about in Matthew 5 is when we rule with, and reign with Christ during the millennial period. I don't know if that's helpful at all. Absolutely. It's, it's very helpful. It, um, and, that, and I knew that there was um, an answer to it, so I thank you, and you know, I praise God that, uh, number one, that there is radio and that there's so many avenues that we can— um, seek the Lord and find Him, and um, he, and He just didn't just die on, on the cross for us, and, and that's that. We definitely have so much more to seek Him and find Him. So, and so I'm grateful for 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 the radio and for you and for your um, your ministry, and um, and yeah, that absolutely did answer my question. And uh, and so basically, the answer is that it's only for the thousand years, and it's not for eternity. That's right. Yep, that's right. That's okay, awesome, yes, Chris, yes, sir, that yeah, you're reaching out. Question. Thank you so much. You bet. God bless you. Bye-bye. God bless you. Bye-bye. So encouraging to hear people reaching out with the love of Jesus Christ. You know, so many people are caught up into false religions, and they don't know uh, what the Bible teaches. And I think it's really important to talk with them and have conversations and, and ask questions and be able to point them uh, to the Word of God. So thank you so much for listening today to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. The number is 303-690-3000. If you have questions 
about the Bible or things that are going on uh, in your life. Love being able to talk about real things. Pick up the phone and, and give me a call. and love to get into God's Word together to go to the Lord in prayer together. Also, you can send me a text at 720-336-0897. Again, that text number is 720-336-0897. That text will come right to me, and uh, I'll do my best to answer your question uh, there. Again, you're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier in Colorado Springs at Rocky Mountain Calvary. It's a real privilege to be able to be with you. In just a moment, we're going to take a break, so please stay with me and come back for the second half of the show. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Call us with your questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus right now at 303-690-3000. Welcome back to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric at Rocky Mountain Calvary in Colorado Springs. I hope you're having a wonderful day today. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me on today's show. We do have all of our lines open, so if you have a question, 303-690-3000. Feel free to give me a call. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. I'm going to answer a text question that has come in. It says, what does the Bible or your opinion say about women leaders or pastors uh, in the church? So this is a very controversial question uh, in our day and age. and I would like to Go to God's Word here and talk our way through this. This is 1 Timothy chapter 2, uh, verse 11. It says, Let a woman learn in silence with all submission, and I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man, but be in silence. For Adam was formed first, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived fell into transgression. So some would say that this is cultural, that this is only for the church of Ephesus that Timothy was pastoring. But Paul points out that this goes back to creation, that Adam was created first by the Lord. And in that, that God doesn't want for a woman to have authority over a man. So I do believe that a pastor or an elder position should be held by men, servant-oriented men. And there's several reasons why we want to hold to this, even though it's not cultural. One is, is that we find order in every area of life set up by God. In the Trinity, we see the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And the Son is always submitting to the Father, and the Spirit is always complimenting Jesus. They're absolutely equal, but they have different roles to play. And men and women are equal in God's sight. It's not that men are greater or women are greater, but we do have different roles to play inside of the church and also inside of the home. And if we throw out God's order in the the church, then we also have to throw it out in the home uh, as well. And so though a, a woman isn't to be an elder or to be that teaching pastor and having authority over men and teaching men and operating church discipline, Women are to lead in the church inside of the biblical parameters uh, that are given. And so God encourages women to teach other women and also to teach children. And we're so thankful for all of the women 
at Rocky Mountain uh, Calvary. So I hope that that answers your question. It's a great question, and I think a lot of people are are wrestling through that in today's day and age. All of our lines are open, 303-690-3000. you got a question about the Scripture, things that are going on in your life, or prayer requests, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send me a text at 720-336-0897. Another text question. Hello, Pastor. I was um, ordering how to be a leader in faith to my wife and family. We are struggling with our marriage right now, and she wants a divorce. Please pray for us. So, yeah, let me try to to answer that question of how to be a leader of faith uh, to your wife and, and to your kids. And I think the first is prayer. As husbands, we want to be in the place of prayer for our families, crying out to God that God would work in the behalf of our wife and, and our kids. We also want to be men of sacrifice, be servant-oriented, where we're putting our wife's needs before our own, our kids' needs uh, before our own. I think it's also important for us to lead out in kindness uh, as well. Um, and in, as you're in this place where uh, your wife is desiring a divorce, I'd love to come alongside of you and to pray for you. I would also encourage you to ask this question as well to one of your pastors where you could sit down with an in-depth conversation that he could walk with you and help you grow as a husband and a father. So let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for this man that sent in this text. And Holy Spirit, I just pray by your grace and mercy that you would do a great work in his life and Show him how to be a servant leader. Show him how to love Christ as, as the church and his kids. Father, I just pray for, Lord, his marriage, that you would you would bless it, that you would rescue it, that you would give him and his wife a soft heart to you and to one another. I lift up all of us, Lord, as, as husbands. Lord, I, I lift up the ladies who are our wives. And God, would you do a fresh work in our hearts in the area of marriage. And we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric. The number here is 303-690-3000. Also, send me a text. It comes right to me if you've got a text question, 720-336-0897. Let's go to line one to Nick. Nick, welcome to the program. Hey, uh, pleasure to talk to you. You too. How you doing? Uh, good, good, good. Uh, I, first off, I just want to say, you know, Thank you guys for what you do. I listen to you guys on the way home. It's just a pleasure to hear you guys every day. Well, thanks for listening. Um, so I'm faced with sort of a uh, career path dilemma. Um, I was hoping maybe uh, you or the Bible might be able to uh, direct me, you know, maybe lean me one way or the other. Okay. Um, so I'm a recent college graduate, and I'm faced with two different jobs. Um one, I would be uh, making more money, um, but I'd be working long hours, and I wouldn't be home very much. And I have a wife with a baby on the way. Um, and then okay. the other job, uh, I would be making less money uh, and be working less hours. I'd be able to be home more. Um, but, you know, I wonder if there's a, anything the Bible says about maybe providing for your family and just being home a little less or uh, maybe providing a little less for your family but being home more. Yeah, that's a great, great question. Okay, congratulations on your baby coming and graduating college. That's all awesome stuff. That, 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 that's great stuff. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, I think both things that you're describing are things that God instructs us in Scripture. 
Um, in First Timothy, uh, Paul writes, and he, he says, uh, for those that don't provide for their family, uh, they're worse than an unbeliever. So it's basically saying it's really important for us to work hard and provide for the needs of our family. If, if we had the ability to work and the opportunity to work, so there is that uh, commission that's given to us to provide for our families, but it's not the only kind of leadership that God calls us to. You know, He, he calls us uh, as husbands to love our wives as Christ loves the church, and Christ is present with us. He's, he's spending time with us. He's in relationship with us. Uh, God calls us to uh, raise our kids uh, in the training and abnomition of the Lord. Uh, you know, so we're, we're passing on the knowledge of Christ, and that comes through a relationship uh, as well. So I don't think that either are wrong. You know, it, it wouldn't be wrong to take either one of these jobs. I think uh, if you go with the route where you're working more, that, that pays more, you'll just want to make sure that you, you're evaluating, am I still able to get enough time with my wife and, and, and with my child? Um, and so... Uh, you know that's a that's a tough question. I pray that God would would really um, give you wisdom. You know, I always try to evaluate my work commitments through the lens of am I giving what my wife and kids need to the best of my ability. You right. Know? Yeah. And then I think also too, God will really give unity to you and your wife as you pray through this and talk through this. I I would really be. Uh, inviting her into the conversation, and I think one of the two will will resonate with both of you a little bit more. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, let me pray for you. Oh uh, yeah, that'd be great. Thank you so much. God, thanks for Nick. What an exciting time in his life, Lord. You've blessed him with marriage and with a child and two job opportunities. What a blessing, God. And I just pray for real wisdom. We we thank you for your word that tells us if we lack wisdom and ask in faith that you will, will provide the answer that we need. I pray you would speak to both him and his wife and, and give them real your direction, God. And I thank you for their, their baby that's on the way. I pray you bless the pregnancy, and Lord, just bless them as, as parents. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, thank you so much. Yeah, you bet. God bless you, Nick. Thanks. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live, 303-690-3000. Let's go to line two to Ed. Ed, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor Eric. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Oh, good. You know what? Uh, I and and uh, Micah Claycamp here at Calvary are involved in uh, facilitators for what we call Pure Life Ministries. Uh-huh. And I've been listening to you early in the morning, and I heard the oh, whole maybe a month or so ago, about your program that you had. It was uh, in April that you had done at uh, Rocky Mountain Calvary. Uh-huh. And I, and I thought, and I listened, and I ordered the book that you guys, you had all your staff read, you had a retreat, uh, then you came back and you taught it. And you had, yeah. I guess, Doug Weiss and then Julie uh-huh. Slattery helping you out there. Yeah, I would correct. like, Mike and I would like to find out who help put that together down there so that we could come down and just gather information. Maybe we could yeah. talk to Pastor Ed into having something like that up here. Yeah, you know, that was something that God really put on my heart and, and the other pastors. Um, if you wanted yeah. to send me an email I would, and you're willing to come down this way, 
uh, I'd love to meet with you and and pass on kind of what God did in, in our church and how he he used it. My my email's just on our church's website at rmcalvary.org, uh, but I'd be happy to meet with you guys and 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 share what we're learning through that process. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to run. I, we work directly for Pastor Aaron Worker. Yeah. Then obviously under Pastor Ed. So I'm going to run it by them first. I don't want to go off like some wild, yeah, band, you know, good doing idea. my own thing. But I want yeah, to tell a... them about what you had and how it worked out and how you were one of the pastors, like Pastor Ed, that said, you know, we need this. Every church needs us. Yeah. We and, really uh, saw God uh, move in that, that area. Um, we, we basically had a, a two-weekend message on sexual integrity uh, and then a, a conference on Saturday um, and, and then an opportunity for men to go through uh, this book called Clean uh, by, by yeah. Dr. Doug Weiss and, and the women to go through a book that, that Julie Slattery had written. And God really used it in a, in a really powerful, powerful way. And I, I know especially for men, I think it's such a, an issue that, all of us as men are dealing with, and, and God just really blessed it and used it. Yes. And I think right here we're doing good. We have a 10-week class set up. It's structured two hours every Tuesday night. But we can only handle so many because it's such an intimate group. And I was thinking, how can we do more people? Because you just don't have anybody facilitating those classes. Yeah. You just can't let anybody do that. And I thought, I know. I, I downloaded all your your uh sessions down there that you had, and that's where I got the idea. Why don't we do something like that Mm. on a broader scope? I love what you guys are doing with Pure Life Ministries. I've heard a lot of really great things. Can I pray for you, Ed? Oh, absolutely, please. And for Micah and and the whole group that would like to pursue that, yes. Yeah, okay, sounds good. Father, I thank you so much for Ed and his heart for you and how— God, you're using him in Pure Life Ministries. I just pray for him and Micah and, and Aaron, the Lord, that you would really guide them and Pastor Ed of, of what you may have them to do uh, in this area of sexual integrity uh, at Calvary Aurora. And Lord, we just lift up all of our hearts in this area and pray that we could walk uprightly before you. So thanks for Ed. Pray that you would bless his day. And thank, thank you, Lord, for just putting it on his heart to call in. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much. God bless you. God bless you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Especially men, if you're listening and battling pornography and in a life of pornography and feeling like there's no hope, I would encourage you to look up the book Clean uh, by Dr. Doug Weiss. Download it, buy a copy. Uh, God really used it uh, in our church and continues to use that book in, in a great, great way. Uh, and I think the Lord will use it in your life as well. So being be encouraged. I'm going to go to a few text questions that have uh, come in. It says, in your Christian walk, you grow in knowledge and grace of Jesus. What does it mean to grow in grace? Great, great question. I think two things come to mind. Uh, to go grow in grace, one is understanding how much continually I need God's grace in, in my life, and I'm growing in my dependency upon grace. A lot of times as believers, we think, we only need grace to the moment that we're saved, but we need grace every single moment of, of every day. In Lamentations 3, it tells us that if it wasn't for God's mercy or God's grace, we would be uh, consumed. But then also I think uh, grace speaks of 
growing in grace is being able to extend uh, this grace to others as well. So as I know more of how God has been gracious to me, then I'm able to be gracious to others as well. Another text question that says, what is your favorite place or event in the Bible? What can all of us listeners learn from it? Oh, this is a a great, great question uh, of what is my favorite place or event in in, uh, the Bible. First, I've got to go to Calvary. I I think of the Mount of Calvary where Christ uh, was crucified, and it is there that God has won my heart, that he would die for me while I was still a sinner. You know, my heart was hard towards the Lord for a lot of years when I was a young child and a teenager growing up. And and that truth that Jesus died for me while I was still a sinner is what drew me to the Lord. And so the finished work of cross upon upon Calvary to me has to be my favorite place uh, in the Bible. And I guess what listeners can learn from it is just the grace of God in, in your own life as well. So Thank you for sending me uh, that text question. The number here is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. We do have our lines open. Another text that has come in, you can also send me text 720-336-0897. It'll come right to me. Here's a text. It reads, prayer request. I'm struggling with demons inside. I want to do good and follow Jesus, but my thoughts uh, take off. And so... Let me pray for you and encourage you to get into God's Word, um, listen to God's Word, and read it out loud, and and meditate upon it, and pray in the Word of God, because the Word of God's powerful, and it focuses our attention upon the Lord. So let me lift you up in prayer. God, I thank you so much for this person that has sent in the text and desires to follow you, but is having this wrestling inside that they're feeling. God, would you meet them? You know specifically what they're going through. Lord, we pray for uh, that demonic opposition that you would bind Satan and resist Satan in the lies that he's placing into their, their hearts and their lives. So, Lord, would you encourage this listener today and bless them in, in Jesus' name. Amen. Another text question that has come in says, Please pray for RTD bus routes. Uh, a driver dies approximately one each week from smoke-caused death, stroke, heart attack, etc., Wow, so let's uh, lift them up uh, to the Lord. I didn't realize uh, what a need this was for our RTD uh, bus drivers. Uh, It's a lot of deaths that uh, take place, so let's lift them up uh, to the Lord. God, we do uh, lift up the RTD bus uh, drivers, and Lord, uh, what a difficult job. And It sounds like uh, there's strokes and heart attacks, and I'm sure car accidents. Um, And Lord, would you just be with those uh, bus drivers? Would you protect them and be gracious to them? And and would you strengthen them? Lord, we pray for all of us as we're out on the roads. It seems like the roads are getting more and more dangerous. I know we we had a a young girl uh, die in a car accident here in the Springs. And Lord, we just ask for your protection and your safety as we're out on the road, and especially for uh, these bus drivers. In, In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for sending me these texts. I've got more texts that have come in, so let me grab those as well. It says, uh, please pray for my friends that I could be used by God to help him draw near to Christ. Many are atheists and and Muslims and something else entirely. Yeah, let me pray for you. What a a great prayer request. Lord, I thank you for this individual that desires to be used by you. 
in the life of their friends that are Muslims and atheists and something completely different altogether, coming from different walks of life. And would you fill them afresh with your spirit? We think of your word that says uh, that we'll be filled with your spirit, the coming upon of the Holy Spirit so that we shall be witnesses. And we pray for that power in their lives so that they could be those witnesses to their friends, that you'd soften their hearts to their friends and they would come uh, to know Christ. In, in Jesus' name, amen. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thank you so much for joining me. We have about 10 minutes left in today's show. We do have all of our lines open. If you'd like to call in, 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, or you can send me a text at 720-336-0897. What a beautiful and powerful truth that God fills us with his spirit. You know, we think of the Christian life and how do we live the Christian life? How do we be the spouse that God wants us to be, the parent that God wants us to be? If you're you're single, how to, to live in the way that God is, is calling you to. And then on top of that, to be witnesses to someone that's overflowing uh, the living word of God. And that only happens through the power of the Spirit. We see a tremendous change in the life of the disciples as Christ died for their sins and rose again, and then they were empowered with God's Spirit. God's Spirit came upon them. Peter, in his first sermon, 3,000 people got saved. In our communities in Colorado and on the East Coast as well, there's so many people that don't know Christ as their Savior. And I would encourage you to allow God to lead you, to allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. And as he prompts you to talk with someone and share with someone, to pray for someone, that we would follow those leadings of the Holy Spirit because the world desperately needs to know uh, Christ's love. Another text question that has come in says, how can you tell if God is leading you to do something? That's a, that's a great uh, question. Um, one of the things that we see uh, is that God primarily leads us through his word. And that's why it's so important to be in God's word on a daily basis. Psalms 119 says that God's word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So we'll be reading God's word and it'll be exactly the manna, that daily bread that we need to make uh, decisions. Also, God does lead us through the Holy Spirit. There'll be that prompting, that tugging, that still small voice of the Holy Spirit that's saying, I, I want you to go apologize uh, to this member of your family. You you've just wronged them. Or I want you to text this person. You know, sometimes we'll be going throughout our day and all of a sudden we'll be that person will come to mind. And that's the Lord prompting you to pray for them, to reach out to them, to say, Hey, I was thinking about you and praying for you. And and so I think the primary ways for me that I sense God leading in my life is first the word of God and then also through the Holy Spirit, a still small voice in my life prompting me to do different things. So I hope that that is helpful to you. Thanks for sending in that text. Let's go to line one to Katie. Katie, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Well, I'm good, thanks. I just was wondering, in Scripture where it says that in the last days God will send a strong spirit of delusion, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think I do. I, it might it's... be in Revelations. I'm not, I'm not totally sure, but um, I just wonder if 
it, it seems that we've got such um, opposing views on everything, you know, and I kind of see things as being right or being wrong, but boy, um, in the political scene, and I guess even in the population of America nowadays, there's so many on both sides that are so directly opposite of each other, and uh, like pro-life, pro-abortion, I mean, they're very adamant. And I just wonder if we're seeing that strong delusion filtering down right now. I think the section of Scripture uh, you're thinking of is in Second Thessalonians uh, chapter 2, uh, in verse 3. It says, Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless there's a falling away that comes first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of uh, perdition. So it does seem to be that, that there's going to be a falling away from Christ or a delusion uh, that's going to happen prior to the second coming of, of Jesus Christ. And then also Matthew 24 speaks of some signs leading up to the, the second coming of Jesus Christ. And it does speak of division. Uh, you know, it speaks that there's going to be wars and rumors yeah. of wars and nation will rise up uh, uh, against uh, nation. And, and so I, I think that as we do get closer to Christ's return, we are going to see some of these things uh, begin to take place. Um, for me personally, I, I think what we're seeing in our country is a result of departure from God. Um, yes. you know, bec because we've turned our back on the Lord, we're getting the fruit of our actions. Uh, and so, um, you know, I know we're getting closer to, to Christ's return. Um, but I also think there's the factor in the United States that what we're experiencing culturally is a result that we're not abiding in the vine. We're not connected to Jesus. And so instead right. of having the fruit of Jesus in our lives, we, we have the fruit that we're, we're seeing. Right. And, and in the case of like Pharaoh, after so many times of uh, rejecting God, then didn't God just harden his heart? off to where at that point he he would never um, come to be saved. That's what we do see in Pharaoh's life, and it's that's what's humbling about hardening our hearts before God, is we don't know when that moment is, but God eventually confirmed Pharaoh's decision. He, he said no to the Lord, he hardened his heart, he said no to the Lord, hardened his heart enough times, where then God then ratified that decision and hardened Pharaoh's heart uh, as well. So there does get to a point where God in his infinite wisdom, if we harden our hearts too much, that he goes ahead and, and confirms that decision. Right. Well, I sure thought that there was somewhere where specifically the, the two words strong delusion um, was somewhere. And, and uh, I guess I need to go home and look that up and see. But I just wondered if that was sent by God and if that's just something that is um, yet another test as to how we deal with it, um, or if it's just part of, like you were talking about, the division and the falling away that's it's just coming. I, you know, you are right. There's It's Second Thessalonians 2, uh, 10 that speaks of that strong delusion in that same passage. It says, And with all unrighteousness, deception among those who perish, because they didn't deceive, they didn't receive the love of the truth that they may be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion 
that they should believe the lie. And so it does speak of that uh, second um, Thessalonians 2, verses 10 and 11. Okay. Well, that all certainly ties together, and I just wondered if that was part of just what we have coming up, or or if I was misreading it. <laughs> but I thank yeah, you very good, much. Good questions. Pray for God's moving and stirring in our days, huh? Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank God bless you so you, Katie. much, Pastor. You bet. Have a great evening. You too now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Been a blessing to be with you today on Calvary Live. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. I pray that God would strengthen you and pour out His grace uh, upon you. And you know that last call, as Katie just uh, called in, I think it, it's a good, good question. And we do see in Scripture that uh, as we get closer to Christ's return, there is going to be those darker uh, days spiritually. And God's heart would be that none would perish. And so may God wake us up uh, to be alive to Christ, alive to his heart for uh, the lost. And I'm praying that we would see God do a great work in our land and that many people would come back to the Lord. Many people would receive Christ as their Savior, be born again and receive his grace and forgiveness. As we go into this weekend, we pray that God would bless you, that he would encourage you, that he cause his face to shine upon you. Make that commitment to be in the Lord's house and worship. So thanks again for joining me. God bless you. Have a great Friday evening. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Calvary Live. Be sure to tell a friend about Grace FM.